Hello, hello, and welcome everybody to episode 66 of I Understood That Reference. Yay! Hello, it's me. I, I, I was not ready for the handoff there at all, in case you didn't pick it up. I mean, I'll just edit out that silence. No, Don't worry. Leave I, it it'll, in. It'll be seamless. Leave it in. <laughs> I love how I, I, for some reason, I was expecting somebody else to start talking there. I don't know why. I was like, where's your man? Oh, wait, no. Because usually I am like, oh, Rodney, here's Rob. How are you? And I was just like, I'm just going to just gonna let this yeah, I, let this breed yeah. and see when he comes in. Like a, like a bottle of red, he let me breathe. Just on the on the precipice of a of a response. But you got me a bit too early. You got me on the premature. <laughs> and oh, you know what that ooh, means. Ooh. I wasn't. Oh, no. no uh, oh, into the murk we go. Anyway, <laughs> it was that you were okay. I thought you I thought that's exactly what you had in mind. But anyway, <laughs> uh, look, guys, we have a absolutely fantastic uh, episode today. I can't wait to talk about some of the movies. We're going to talk about oh, Sonic yeah. Two. Yeah, we're going to talk about Morbius. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about Moon Knight and just you know there could be some games and some quizzes. But today is going to be such a fun episode. I, I really genuinely can't wait. So hopefully you all enjoy it and stick around. Mm. But first. Oh, oh. As always, we have the usual absolute rambling nonsense where we talk about how we are. Rob, my friend, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well. Just another pause for effect there. <laughs> Keep you on your toes today. Yeah, I'm doing grand. I'll tell you. Um, yeah, as we discussed in our regular, our pre-show preamble, our pre-showamble, our shramble. <laughs> shramble, I like that. Uh, well, I was like, there's nothing that's going to work no. here. And you said shramble. You proved me wrong. Oh, if you throw enough shit at the wall. Yeah, it's been... <laughs> It's been a busy. It's been a busy few weeks. I think you and I have been up to our bloody tonsils about work and social life. Because it's one of the. It's it's a funny thing, um, and we'll get to you in a second. So don't worry. But the the <laughs> okay the, the the pandemic kind of sent us into this sort of mode of hibernation, extended hibernation. This kind of almost like we're, we're like hermits living out our lives in little hollows and and holes in the ground, and then like we're suddenly released back into the wild but you forget there's been a two-year build-up of you know birthdays and plans and weddings and things and holidays mm. and this is a real first world problem but i cannot handle the level of social engagement that is happening every single weekend and even during during the week sometimes that's like you have to it's wednesdays and thursdays now i'm meeting up with people because stuff that was supposed to be planned <clears throat> Or like a weekend has been like randomly moved or squeezed into a certain day. It's it's been it's fantastic that we're the boom is back. So is inflation. But you know, I think it's going <laughs> to take. This is about to become a very different kind of podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I I think um, it's going to take me a while to get used to this just this intensity. And it's funny because this was ba- this is more or less the norm for everybody back in the day. And now I I don't know what to do with myself. I don't know if I can maintain it. It's so weird. How are you? How are you coping in all this? In this return to form, as it were, it, it it's this, exactly what you're saying there. Because like, again, I did go into a hibernation, and like, I I was a, I'm a tremendously social person. We both are, but um, I assume this whole period of isolation all that has made me kind of not I won't say shy, but obviously between hibernation and shy, you could call it shybernation. Oh uh, yeah, shite bag. Or uh, oh god, no. <laughs> But yeah, same as it's just I'm not used to there's so much kind of delayed events that are now, I mean, coming down the track. I can see them bounding towards me like, uh, do you not see in The Lion King where obviously Mufasa gets yes. smashed around by all the <laughs> uh, the uh, gazelles or bulls, whatever they are. Uh, and that's the way I feel, basically. I'm like, wildebeest. Oh God, they I'm were wildebeest. Wildebeest. Yeah. Gazelles. Bulls is the second thing I said. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That'd be some fucking stampede. It's like the budget, the budget uh, Irish version of yeah. the Lion King. Just, just, it was just some lad who lies. The Lion King. <laughs> oh, no, I thought you meant it was just going to be just one bull. That's all. Just uh, The Bull McCabe. That's who it would be. Just <laughs> charging at you. That's from the field, for those of you who didn't. But like, I, I, I feel that that's what my, what, the, what May and June and July are going to be like. I feel like that's, that's what's coming down my path. And and like alcohol basically is like scar being like, I'll help you up. And then laughing at me as I fall down. So it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting, but, but, but it's good. But, but Rob, I have a, I have bought a funny story for oh. you and, and, and a shout out that, that I want to make. So I'll, I'll do the shout out first. Uh, and it's to the guys, uh, obviously I, I, I live in, in Fibsborough in Dublin and there's a barbershop down the road called oh, yeah. Gents of Dublin. 
And look, these guys, they're really, really cool. They actually listen to the podcast. So I really, really did want to give them a really good shout out because like whenever I used to get my hair cut before, I, look, I'm not a, I'm not a, a modern man of the world. I don't know what to ask for. Everyone's like, what, what number do you want? Well, Rob, if you go get your hair cut, what number do you get on your hair? Haircut wise, I go for, uh, it's a one in the back and sides and I, I, I fade it. So one is is kind of close to being sort of quite short. Zero is this is you're getting an absolute scalping. So that's quite you know, you're going very low there. You know, some people might go for a three if they want something a bit more modest, or perhaps a two. And I, I've slowly worked my way down to this this sort of fade trend. And I kinda then I just say, I would take half an inch off the top there and I style it like this. That's why I, I kind of I have a sense now of my haircut, but it's taken me a while to have the confidence to give the description to the barber. So that's kind of where I am now in my life. So you see, you see you're using words like yes. fade and and shaving and scalping. So to me already that, already you're like that, no. Like that's nonsensical. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's nonsensical. I I and this is no joke and I probably should admit this, but I went in with a picture to a hairdresser years ago with a picture of Constantine <laughs> from that TV show that he short-lived Hellblazer and said, "Can you make my hair look like this?" Anyway, this is all aside the point. Basically, what I want to so say is random. that when I go into the guys, they're Constantine. Just, uh, it's so random, but they're just they're just like, ah, man, whatever you want, and it's like a good trim. But the best thing is that the guys talk about films. So every time I go in there, they're now like, hey, how's it going, Ross? How are you? And we just talk about movies, what movies we've seen, what movies we haven't seen. Some of the guys in there are big DC fans. They know I'm not, obviously. So we kind of. So I was talking to one of the guys about the Batman. He he liked it, but then after listening to us, he was like, "I mean, I did like it, but I I can't disagree with any of the points <laughs> you've actually made." Sounds, sounds, so I feel like we represented ourselves well. Sounds like a true DC fan. It's brilliant. I can't justify the brilliance, but and none of it <laughs> makes guess, sense. Yeah. But you know, it is brilliant. No denying it. Also, I always I, I it's funny. Do you, are you the kind of person now? This is this is a bit of a personal question. When you're in the barbers. Do you like to talk or do you like to stay silent and just sit there looking at yourself for 20 minutes? Just, you know, doing your thing. Tell me. (laughs) (laughs) God, that felt very good in my earphones. So, um... Here's the thing, but I usually before, like, you know, I get awkward, you know me, I, I'm generally an awkward person, so I make small talk. Now, usually my attempts at small talk don't go so well, <laughs> okay, which which the second story that I'm going to have for you today is going to attest to, but uh, so I, I, I genuinely I'm kind of like, oh, and it gets pretty, pretty awkward, and pretty silent pretty quickly. But that's what I love going to this place for, because the guys just, we literally just talk about films for like, I just sit there, it's almost like a chat. I almost forget I'm getting my hair cut. It's just, it's really cool. So genuinely, I know that shout out's gone for ages, but I genuinely just wanted to say they're a sound bunch of lads and and give them a good shout out. And they they do, they're always like, oh, listen, that's pretty, it's cool. Like, what's the name of the shop again? I must, I must have for the name of the podcast. That was very bad. What's It's, (laughs) what's the name of our podcast? (laughs) Gents, Gents of Dublin, which obviously is God, you know, Gents of Dublin, G-O-D, God. I assume that's what they're going for. I hope it is, because otherwise they're like, oh, no. Oh, I, thought you meant, I, I thought you meant they're just really nice guys. Maybe that's what it means. Anyway, the best of luck to them. Exactly. I hope you get a good haircut. And so the second story, and this will go to show you how, how, how awkward I Here am. Here we go. So, so Rob, you, for my birthday, got me these really, really cool, slick Avengers cards. So it's like a deck oh, yeah. of cards, all different Avengers things on the, all the face cards and all that. So I've been... Mm. learning some magic and all that and I've been trying out some uh, and I have a really silly trick or I just you know what I'm going to put it on Twitter that's what I'll do after but anyway basically it's just involving I, I, I use two fingers and I move the, 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 the ring onto a different finger and it's done really quickly and you can't see it and I was doing this at a recent like work event like it was a barbecue it was like a it was a social thing don't worry did you bring the deck of cards with you? oh of course I did Rob <laughs> I told you of course I'm you super did. awkward okay what <laughs> What do you want from me? But I was doing this, the magic trick with the ring. I, I asked the girl, can I, can I try to, can I just have your ring for two seconds? Put on my finger, did the magic trick, ring fl- slipped off my finger, went straight into her glass. Oh. Uh, and I'd say, was, I'd say you decomposed there, there, There was audible gasps and she was like, that's unbelievable. How did you do that? What? And my face, 
was so sore from laughing and I had to eventually be like, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. That wasn't part of the trick. And then she just lost it laughing. It was very hilarious and embarrassing. So she thought that just the ring falling off your finger was the magic trick. Like that it landed into her glass. Like you have to realize, we were outside. There was like 150 people here outside and her glass was like tidy. And it just went straight up my finger into the air, straight into the glass. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't have... If I if I had wanted it a million times, I couldn't have done That's it. That's brilliant. That is brilliant. Classic also. Classic Ross. Ross, whenever he tends to get almost hyper-engaged with people socially. <laughs> and just anything can happen. Right. Well, well then, I guess with all that... I mean, I didn't necessarily ask you how you were. I kind of did. But you, you, you just said you're busy. I'm busy. You, you got a lot ah, going things on. Are so. Things are fine. But glad to be back. Perfect. Just mic in mouth. Nice. Well, there we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... Right, let's move on to our first discussion, and I'm going to really... So, so Rob, you have not seen Sonic the Hedgehog 2, is that correct? No, no. But I'm not, I, you can say what you want, I'm not too worried. I don't think it's anything... I don't think there's going to be profound... Uh, I know you did tell me about one thing that I'm glad it is in it, but even that w- won't ruin the, the enjoyment of the movie. Yeah. I, I mean, look, there's no... The, let's be realistic. It's a Sonic movie. Let's be realistic. <laughs> It's not, like, mm-hmm. it's not the 20th film in the MCU or anything like it's it's there's, there's no Avengers turning to dust at the end of this one shall we say mm-hmm. so but what I will say about it you know what for for the type of film it is I super enjoy okay. this uh, I mean totally totally on board with it. it it's a bit long it's like two hours there's a good 20 minutes you can shave off but you know what if you've in any way played the games the old Mega Drive games there is so much to like about this. It's like pure, like cynicism-free, harmless, absolute fun. And and there's parts I went to see it with uh, David or was it with Darren and Connor. And honestly, the three of us at one point were just bent over laughing. Oh, which you know, which is wholesome, good, as they say. No, wholesome. What what's your uh, what's your experience with Sonic? Right? I I had it. Uh, it was my first ever video game, I believe. Or no, my second one after Hercules the video game for Windows ninety five. At the 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 Disney. Yes, you're correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Well, I think I got the two of them together at Christmas. Um, Dad went for both the classic. I got this joystick. Jesus, those were the days. It's nine. It must have been in Ireland in nineteen ninety five or ninety six. And I got some. I got Sonic. Sonic two maybe. Was it Sonic 2? Was that at that point? Maybe it wasn't even, but it was for Windows 95 and it was amazing. And I think I told you this, I didn't realise that Green Hill Zone... I thought you had to keep progressing through... I thought you had to keep doing Green Hill Zone again just to get to the subsequent levels. <laughs> so I just, every time I die, I'd be like, oh, for f- Jesus, I'm starting again. And I got so good at that Green Hill Zone that it was, I was just blitzing through it and I found all the secret areas when you'd play as Tails. And then one day I would just, you know, when you're young, you don't really understand menus or things, especially back on that feckin' machine. Very obscure. And I remember I scrolled down and then suddenly I opened this level and 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 I, I was playing as Knuckles in this completely <laughs> other world. I was like, Jesus Christ, has this been here the whole time? It was like I got a whole new game then, like a year later. <laughs> Man, I, I'm wondering, is that, is that, so there was like, because when you, when you put Sonic 2 on Sonic and Knuckles, you could play Knuckles in, the, in one of the earlier games. So I wonder if it actually potentially could have been, because it was on the PC, I wonder did they, did they have that automatically put into it? Like I think it might have been that. I'm trying to, Sonic the Hedgehog, it was just the Sonic the Hedgehog CD for Windows 95. So maybe it was a compilation or something. Maybe they're all on it. Maybe it was a mix of things. But it was great fun. I, like, I, th- I think it might have had a couple of the games in there because obviously it wasn't the it wasn't the original original Sega Mega Drive one but it looked yeah. exactly like it was the exact same levels so just ported to PC basically but I, yeah, I, I used yeah. to play that obsessively it was really good fun you know uh, a fun little fact for you there so you probably oh. have th- th- this version right so Michael Jackson helped with the music you told me this before actually which just blows my mind to this in, day in, in Sonic 3 and Sonic and & Knuckles right but because he wasn't happy with the sound quality of the Mega Drive chip he took his name off it so for the PC version which is the one you had they actually had to have different music in it because they couldn't pay him the rights to use it on, to the, on the PC to re-release it on the PC wow yeah. Facts. That's amazing. Look at that yeah, for like yeah. a little deep cut. So was this before or after he made the Michael Jackson Moonwalk game? This was uh, around the same time because that Moonwalker game is hilarious. Hilarious. 
Michael! <laughs> what? Yes! <laughs> That's amazingly specific that you just said that. Right? Yeah, I, that's, there's a lot of layers to that one word when you think about it. When you think about just oh, the, the context uh, of what was. <laughs> I was like, should I explain it? I'm not so. I don't no, know. No, no, um, no. Yeah, grand. Yeah, just look up Michael Jackson's Moonwalker for the Mega Drive, everybody, uh, and you'll laugh. Uh, especially yeah. when you realize what the premise of the game is. Yeah. But <laughs> to get because you played those games, you now already know. The, all the story to Sonic 2 the movie it it follows the games so well with the whole like Knuckles Tails comes in befriends Sonic they become friends Tails never had any friends because he's a little bit different and then Sonic accepts him and it's got like a whole lovely message that's like you know Sonic needs his own crew which of course he finds with Tails and then Tails and him go on a little bit of adventure and there's so many references to all the video games and then obviously Ben Schwartz does the voice of Sonic so there's like parks and rec jokes in there and everything it's just it's so nice it's so lovely you just feel good when you watch it it's such a great like i know exactly what this film is it's not trying to be super serious it's not trying to be crazy you know wonderfully oh this is the most amazing thing you'll ever see it's gonna go for an oscar and like that it is it's a kid's film at heart it's just pure entertaining and look i really enjoyed it i laughed quite a lot Again, the human characters in it aren't great, but every time Sonic, Knuckles, Tails, and Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik, anytime they're on screen, it is all cylinders. It's like a childhood dream to see Sonic fighting Knuckles on screen, and they have an actual fight. It's not like, you know, oh, they're going to fight. Never happens. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I get the impression, going by the trailers, that Ben Schwartz is a pretty good casting choice, ultimately, for, for Sonic. Would you agree? When you're you've watched both movies now, do you like him as Sonic? I mean, look, Ben Schwartz is just one of the most likable guys in Hollywood, from what I can see. But yeah, he's a he's a perfect Sonic, and they got the the original voice actress of Tails, which is an Irish girl, I believe. Um, I think it's uh, she, uh, I, ah, goddamn it! I had her name before this. Shall see? You know, oh, anyway, I can't remember. Colleen O'Shaughnessy, I think it is. But anyway. Uh, there you go, yeah. So she does the voice actress for the games and then she does the voice actress here. And obviously Idris Elba is Knuckles. He's awesome. Look, genuinely, if you're just up for a nice... Because there's not even that much you can say about it. I mean, you know, this kind of... It really is like a, just like a very light kids film with some good action elements, lots of video game nods. If that sounds like a cup of tea, if you're up for a good, just an entertaining watch that will make you laugh, go see it. Well, Oakley Oakley, I will. Maybe not don't the the, I don't want the, I don't want to belabor the point too much. That's just like you know. Usually we'll discuss these things and dissect it. But this film is just—it's harmless fun. It's good. It's enjoyable. Yeah, I really I, enjoyed it. It was funny. Get, yeah. Yeah. I don't get the impression it's anything profound. So it's not like a case of you have to, you, you, like you're racing to to see it because oh god forbid somebody told you what happened. It's more a case of ah well like I this is one of these movies where if it happens to be on I'll probably watch it. That that's about as much as I would stake my claim in the sun. Yeah. But, but that's that's okay and that's absolutely okay. fine because you know you know Jim Carrey he's acting like he did back in the early 90s as if he's in the, you know the mask or if he's if he's the, the Riddler again or something like that and I'm okay with that because I love those films so I don't want them to be anything else so that's absolutely mm. fine he's had a lot to say lately old Jim Carrey he's had a lot to he, say to be fair though I mean if it's the same thing that that you're talking about that I think you're I, I think he's he's he's, he's pretty good on these things yeah, I hope to god it's the same thing or no, else I could come across very thing. bad <laughs> yeah slap a ruski yeah of course he's correct he's correct because it's the obvious answer also but um, yeah he was but he was quite cutting I, I was I was like wow he's he's at this point now where he's just sick of <laughs> he's really sick of bullshit <laughs> yeah really really sick of bullshit for a guy who is just so like intense and funny it's 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 an interesting kind of like sort of his authentic self is very different which honest which i think is common for a lot of comedians but um I'm, you did say that he's very good in both the sonics that he's quite a he's probably the saving grace ultimately like if probably there's not enough substance there for the movies to be successful or for like ben schwartz to carry it by himself and certainly not james marsden who honestly looks like a wooden spoon in those trailers <laughs> Have you seen any interviews where it's like Ben Schwartz and James Marsden together? And there's one like, of them in particular. Oh, there's one in particular where they're like, oh, if you could bring any of your co-stars to an island, who would it be? And Ben Schwartz is like, I mean, I would bring James Marsden, but I know what would happen. Just the first night I'd fall asleep, I'd wake up, he'd be standing over me saying, so there I was, playing Cyclops in the X-Men films, shooting laser beams <laughs> from my eyes. 
funny. And like James Marsden is just doesn't know where to look, doesn't know what to do. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Every now and again, every just like probably once a month at least, I just go back into that John Ralphio from Parks oh. and Rec. So for those for those uninitiated, uh, Ben Schwartz plays a character called uh, Jean Ralphio Sarperstein in Parks and Recreation, and he was supposed to do this his, like this one cameo guest in an episode, and he was so funny that they just would periodically bring him back a couple of times each season when you least expect him. Except right before he arrives, you realize, oh, of course, this is, I know who's going to appear now. Like, you're not expecting him in the episode, then suddenly you get this feeling. It's like, you know, when you're outside, you know it's going to rain. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a Saperstein's are about to show up, and he is yeah. freaking hilarious. And, like, I've watched the, like, the behind the scenes of the outtakes, and he's just making people laugh constantly because he's just riffing and just zipping and zapping. Like Sonic. And so he's, there you go. he's so wonderfully sparingly used is just what I think is yeah. the best thing about the it, character. It's not, so. Yeah, it, it, that's why you treasure it when he's there versus... It, yes. Like, you know, less is more. Oh, that reminds me of an upcoming segment we have. But anyway, we get to that, we'll get to that later. We're going to move on now. Top with Sonic, go see it. So now, uh, Rob has... You've recently watched Moon Knight. Uh, is it two episodes or is it one, Rob? I think, I think there's an, a third episode is out today. So might watch that after this, but it would, it would have probably little effect on what I, I think with the whole about the whole thing I it's it's very hard to describe this but I will I'll give you the top my, my top level thoughts as it were go for it um, it's it's quite zany it's um, definitely mysterious uh, this is Oscar Isaac as as initially as just some clumsy silly British man traips around London working in the Natural History Museum and then you're slowly things start to get revealed and you're like ooh what's going on It's a bit, and it's a bit kind of what and it's a bit fantastical and then a bit like whoa and then it's a bit like ooh this is a bit spooky there's some horror elements in here in a in a, in a very Marvel way in the sense that it's still very safe but you can, mm-hmm. there's like you could see there was potential for this they could have made this very spooky and they, there's enough restraint there to make it a bit more accessible um, Oscar Isaac is he plays um, Stephen Grant I believe is his name it, 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 there's a running gag where people keep forgetting what his actual name is uh, because he's such a loser, I guess is the logic. But that actually isn't helpful because then I forgot what his name was. I actually didn't know which one was which. <laughs> um, but it's it's good. I think I'm enjoying it. It's very early days. I think it's six or seven episodes. Um, but what I will give the show credit for is so he's like he's working in a museum as just a gift shop clerk, and then but there's weird kind of habits to his behavior. Like he has to strap himself to a to a to a beam beside his bed so that he doesn't sleepwalk and like he has all these sort of systems in place to stop himself from leaving at night and it's you're like why what and then it kind of cuts to to sudden things and you're like wait how is he here and uh, basically the the sort of whatever kind of i don't want to give away too much because i think it's 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 fun to sort of see the reveal um, and i will give the show the credit of even after the fir- like the first episode finishes and you're just like what the fuck is going on you know <laughs> <laughs> in in a good way in the sense that it doesn't it doesn't hold your hand it's it's just like no no you can wait for the reveal until the next episode and then oh we'll tease something else up no we're not going to explain that until the following episode so they're kind of you're, they're slowly because you know the story really starts off what feels like very disjointed you're not sure what's going on with him you're not like what's what's wrong with this guy Ooh, what's with the spookiness what's happening is that electricity oh my god oh look at London and then he's somewhere else and then he's back again and you're you're left to really piece together um, what you think is happening with sort of little information and this slowly sort of drip feed sort of the connecting dots back to you over the episodes. Um, so I'm in, you're kind of, it's it's like that classic TV of you're looking forward to the next episode because it'll offer some answers to the cliffhanger that you were left with before, but then that subsequent episode, you know, finishes on another kind of a, a whodunit or a cliffhanger or something like that. So I'm intrigued to see where it goes now with the third episode and on because we've got a we've got a, we got a bit we got a, a good chunk more significant detail towards the back half of the second episode but um i would say you know on the i'm really rambling here but if if i were to kind of compare it against some of the other marvel shows i think it's certainly stronger than hawkeye i think it's more interesting probably than falcon and winter soldier i must say i think that there's at least there's you know something unique to it i think it's kind of from a zaniness it's probably on par with the likes of Loki, if you enjoyed that, I think okay. you'll enjoy you'll enjoy this. But yeah, it's you know it's we're we're still going, so it's and we don't and we don't do reviews here. That's what we yeah, wait, look, we definitely don't do reviews here. But mm. but the one I did want to ask Oscar Isaacs. I I mean I think he's a amazing actor. So how how is he in it? 
He's he's good. I have to, and he's funny. Like he's like he he does. He's kind of like he's got this funny English accent in it. Like he's like, oh sorry, it's me, Stephen. Hello, and it's it's uh, the way he kind of plays it is like I think because I'm he's such a famous like actor with an American accent. Maybe that's why I find it a bit jarring. But he you kind of fall into it. You realize you know that's 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 really effective. He's very good. That's a very good accent actually. It's it's very funny. And then like I think the way he kind of his kind of aloof kind of goofiness is then played very well against um ethan hawk who has a very serious presence in this and like you like my god that man can fill a, a screen what an there, there's there's definitely like a hawk resurgence isn't there oh he's I, in I, give me more like keep it coming he's in the north man the north man yes yes uh he was in there's some other film i was looking at a trailer or something like that came up he was in that too so he, he's popping up popping up here and there here and there is he in the marvel thing is there a marvel thing well, he's in Moon Knight, so I guess yes. Oh, sorry. There you go. There it is. Yeah. So fair play. Have you? Did you see the the clip where Oscar Isaac is at the red carpet and he's kind of shaking everybody's hands, and all of a sudden he sees a kid dressed head to toe in Moon Knight cosplay, and he just like darts past everybody else. And he's like, "Buddy, look at you." He seems like such a cool guy. Oh, that's I like hearing that kind of thing. That's good. Oh, me too. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's very cool. And like you can see on his face when somebody's trying to, somebody asks for an autograph and he's about to do it, and you can see the moment with his face that he looks over and he actually's like, oh, oh come on, though, come on, and he just bolts over to the kid like like past loads of people. It's really cool. I think I think it's one of those things where, I, I it's funny because people are like, oh, well, you've got these fucking forty year old creeps looking for autographs and all this kind of stuff, just to probably sell them on or whatever. But I think it's I love it when. An actor is like obviously in a famous role for like in some sort of series or saga or something, and they really they make a big they make a really big effort when there's kids there because as far as the yeah. kids are concerned, that that person is that character more or less. Like they're sometimes they can't they're not you know disconnecting the two. So you know, God, the, the difference it can make for like it make your day if you were like imagine you were nine or ten and an actual moonlight comes over to you and just like has a big old song and a dance they'd be class they'd be great to, so, so, great to see. so not not to not to bring it back to Sonic but also to bring it back to Sonic oh, Ben feck. Schwartz was saying in, in interviews that he does that because he's like kids don't recognise me as Sonic because they only hear the voice so what I do is if a parent recognise me I will I will take a voice note for them so then they can be like to the child oh look Sonic has sent you a voice note ah, and it'll be Sonic cool. and you're like that's that's cool man that's very very cool Tom Hanks tells a great story about every now and again, like kids will pass him and they'll hear him talking, and the kids are like, "What? Why is that? That's why is that sound from?" And you, you can see these, these, you know, completely confused, like very puzzled kids. Go, "What? Why do I do?" And then of course he says, "Okay, close your eyes." And he goes, "Ah, Buzz, we gotta get." That. And he jumps straight into like, Buddy, and they obviously it just freaks them out because just suddenly the the toy that they think is alive is a grown man right in front of them. I don't know what kind of effect that has on their childhood trauma but um i'm sure i'm sure they're fine not, not to derail this completely but to talk about parks and rec again i was looking at a <laughs> youtube video today and apparently there's a theory that andy from parks and rec is actually an old grown-up version of andy from toy story what yeah yeah and there's like loads of little like random references that if you want to take that way, you can. Now you can there's have a bit of fun with the theory kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Now look, it seems pretty seems pretty ridiculous to me, but they're always like, well, he has a real cool imagination and all this, and you know what I mean. He has all these kind of he has all these mad stuff now, which would you know lead into a guy whose toys were you know that he would have the imagination to them to be talking and stuff like that. I just thought <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, well, it's not true, but anyway. Yeah, it's a hundred percent not. Yeah, true. It's, it's, but, it's, right. because they're they're retrofitting it basically. But that's oh, hundred percent. But uh, I like I do got a, a good kick out of that stuff. I think that's funny. All right. So before we get to Morbius, I'll ask: Do you want to do a really really quick Sonic quiz to see what Sonic character you are? Why not? Yeah, yeah. Sure, we're part, we're part Why not? This will take two the minutes. The people come know? for the quizzes. Should they fucking come for the quizzes? Because uh, I was just thinking, we haven't had a quiz in a while, Actually, and you know Jesus. what? I love it's a good about quiz. time. <laughs> So, this is BuzzFeed's Find Out Which Sonic the Hedgehog Character You Are. Oh, boy. So, we'll, 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 we'll jump into this. So, here you go. Colleen no shock to see. Oh, sorry. There you go. Rob, what is your defining characteristic? Uh-oh. Are you curious, determined, intelligent, mysterious, loyal, or calm? Ah, oh, I'm going to go with loyal. 
You know, I went for that myself. Okay, uh, choose bastard. a video game power up you could use in real life. That's funny. Anyway. <laughs> uh, in- infinite lives, invisibility, force shield, super strength, super speed, or coins. It's coins. <laughs> it's coins. A video game. Anyway, I guess it appears in things. I'll go with the shield. Choose an iconic <laughs> video game. Mortal Kombat. Oh. Grand Theft Auto. Oh. Frogger. What? Super Mario Bros. Mm. Pac-Man. Uh. Or The Sims. <laughs> the Sims. I, I'm going to go with... What was the second one? Oh, I'll go GTA. I'll go GTA. I know that one the best, I think, out of those. All right. Choose another iconic blue character. <laughs> Mystique from the X-Men. Please. Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Sully from Monsters, Inc. Genie from Aladdin, Dory from Finding Nemo, or Cookie Monster from Sesame Street. Oh fuck! I was really hoping Tobias Funke would be on that. I was hoping. Imagine, I was imagine. hoping to God Tobias is going to be on there. <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of Tobias and Parks and Rec, it's the Will Arnett cameo in in Parks and Rec is absolutely phenomenal. He's just like <laughs> Leslie. He gives it the MRI scan, and every time. He asked oh, her question. Leslie, God. please don't talk. This is very serious, this procedure. Um, so how did you get into uh, that university? Oh, well, you know what? Leslie, please, please. <laughs> I forgot that, actually. It's excellent. Because they were married at the time. For- anyway, that's another thing. That's oh, a whole yes, other thing. Of course, yeah, of course. Um, but it's brilliant. I People, look it up. Okay, so I'm going to go with the genie. Robin Williams. Give me the genie. Nice. Okay, what is your number one weakness? Caffeine, Farts. sleep. Oh. <laughs> yeah caffeine sleep shopping social media loud noises okay i'm gonna go with loud noises you said it so okay so how do you fight off your enemies do you farts i don't know do you bribe them <laughs> with something they want outsmart them fight them ignore them appease them or ask your friends for help uh well i wouldn't do that because they just disappear down an alley if i asked them for help hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah bastard uh uh ooh, uh ooh, i i will Bargain with him or whatever that was. I'll go with bargain because I've got my shield, so I'm ready. I'm defensively prepared. So bribe them, bribe them. Is that what that was? That was that was. The last one. This is such a random question. Pick something super fast. Two two day shipping. (laughs) A a Venmo transaction. Okay. High speed internet. A sports car. A power nap, or requesting a ride share. Oh, well, that's not quick. All of those are supposed to be quick and they're not. And actually, ironically, two-day shipping isn't fast anymore because now we get one-day shipping. So take that. I'm going to go with the car because that's literally the only thing that's actually fast consistently there. So, I'd oh. like to highlight earlier in this quiz, I got Sonic just, just so just so Oh, you, but you just picked what you know he would pick. I you gotta, you got to be spontaneous and zany like okay, so Moonrise, the hit TV show from Marvel on Disney+. Plus. Anyway. I'm gonna. You got Moon Knight. It's amazing, Anna. I'm gonna read. The, <laughs> I'm gonna read the description of who you are first. You're super sweet, incredibly humble, and a loyal friend. There is not a person nor creature in the universe who wouldn't want you in their corner. <gasps> tails? Am I tails? Yes. Yes. Tails. Oh, tails. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with tails. I can fly. I'm, I'm delighted. Listen, Colleen, I take tails. We're taking over the world together. Let's go. Tails is great. And, and again, very well represented in the film is what I will say. Oh, I was wondering. Well, that's good. Okay, so they did him yeah. justice then, as opposed to just oh, being God, like yeah. this, this throwaway. Hey, remember this character? Yeah, you know about this character? Yeah. Well, there, there's your fan service. Anyway, back to the there's, <laughs> back to Sonic. The, there's such a sweet moment in it as well about friendship that I'm like, wow, it actually really landed. It was really nice. And I'm like, see... That's how you pull something like that off. Nice, not don't don't stay too long in it. Don't hammer it home. Just a nice little message. That was like that's really cool. Anyway, oh. from 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 a wonderfully sweet little message that was told very well to the worst film I've ever seen. <laughs> Let's talk about Morbius. <laughs> oh, I'm excited to hear this. Oh, this is we've been living for this just to hear the. The rage. If if you would indulge me, Ross, I'm going to read I'll to the listeners. That you were in the cinema probably still when you texted me this. <laughs> yeah, go for it. And I just... So, Ross simply goes, Morbius in an hour. And I went, okay, well, best of luck to you. 
and then a, you know, a couple hours later, I, I assumed the movie had actually still been running at this point, going by when you said it was on. And he goes, however bad I thought this film would be, <laughs> and I will hold my hands up and be honest, maybe it was the low expectations. It was about a hundred times worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, I like it. There's like you going in thinking it was going to be atrocious and it was still far, far worse. Just I was I was honestly actually delighted to hear because I, I, I've been here. People have been defending it for some reason, inexplicably, with no with no for no no rhyme, no reason have they been defending this. So please lay it on thick and lay it on fat. Well, I very quickly tell you what the box office is and stuff. Go first. Yeah, it's a yeah, two weeks in. It's one hundred twenty seven million. Sonic is crushing it by comparison at one hundred and fifty. Just yes. a quick reference that um, uh, Uncharted is inexplicably just shy of $400 million worldwide. Uh... But anyway, that's a whole other conversation. Metacritic, it's 35 out of 100. It's a big old red on Rotten Tomatoes. It's 16%. And I know these are rough, these are very rough gauges, but when they're that low, that's pretty bad because that means you universally <laughs> ridiculed and reviled. So, I mean, take it away. <laughs> so, so, look, uh, the, the the easiest way I, I, I can sum up the, the, how just poor and pathetic this film is, is with the following. So, and I mean, I hate to constantly use my Honor and Bumblebee references. Oh boy, we're back to the bloody Bumbles. But look, I always say, if you set something up, obviously, you know, make a character, make an informed character and bring it back later on. So, the star of Morbius, he's a doctor, Mike, Dr. Michael Morbius, and he's, he's looking after a patient, a poor sick child, and he's like, you know, I'll get you better, and you're like, oh, he really cares about her, and then t- 10 minutes later, it's like, oh no, she's, there's something wrong with her, she's like, she's having a seizure, and he, and he has oh, to God. put her into this coma, he has to put her into this coma, and you know, he's like, I'm not gonna rest, I'm not gonna rest till I save your life, and you're like, you know what? This guy's a good guy. Something bad's gonna happen with him, you know, and with the vampires and then becoming a vampire thing. And all. But you know, he's doing it to help this girl. Now, unfortunately, he's had to put her into a into, into a coma. But you know, I oh can't wait to see how this this gets resolved. Resolved, you know, how when he's gonna come back and be like, you know, it wasn't worth it to what I did to myself, but it was worth it to save the child. You know, a, a real good arc. But what actually happens is that she's just never mentioned again, or we never <laughs> see her again. So, I mean, presumably she's just dead or is just still in the coma for the rest of her life while Morbius is off having ridiculous fistfights with the guy from Doctor Who who's also become a silly vampire yoke now. Like, <laughs> Oh, that is absolutely excellent. Already right off the bat, that's, that's such a great, just really targeted descriptor of the quality that we're dealing with here. Um, oh, I, like, that tickled me. I feel like in in the in the premiere when the director was watching the back, he went, "Oh shit, no, <laughs> yeah. oh, shit. fuck, forgot, we forgot about your one." Ah, oh, there was something. I knew there was. I knew there was something. Ah, oh. but the whole film is just. Oh, also, the, I mean, do you know when the tra- you've seen the trailer and you know he walks by the alleyway and you know Spider Man's in the alleyway, the picture of Spider Man. Everyone's like, oh, "I wonder which which Spider Man it is." Then is it like the Tobey Maguire one, the Tom Holland one, or you know which spy? That's not even in the film. Like that, you just that's that was just in the trailer. It was not actually in the film. Oh, I think I had heard that actually. That that was just to generate buzz to get people to see it because they, they like that was an extra thing that they just stuck in to promote the movie, but they'd never any intention of including it in the original cut which is also just so sleazy it's like you're just yeah. working you're just trying to work off the back of something that was a major success like you you don't have enough confidence to just promote the movie on its own on it just on its own quality and its own kind of standards you have to rely on the success of something else and i actually <laughs> i said ross <laughs> i said ross the thing about how we were talking about how just sony seemed so clueless then i sent you mm. a quote of what sony think of themselves versus uh, Marvel? Do you ever, do you ever yeah, send I, I you remember. this? <laughs> See if I can find it. Yeah, so this is from the head of Sony Pictures. Basically, when they're trying to resolve Spider-Man and Spider-Man was a huge success, they, they were like, yeah, look, the Marvel people are great people. We've good respect for them. But look, on the other hand, we've got, got some pretty terrific people on our own. Feige doesn't do all the work. We're perfectly capable of doing what we have to do here with our own movies. So, yeah. <laughs> what was missing <laughs> from Morbius? Kevin Feige. 
along with I guess that whole Marvel MCU ensemble that just know what they're doing. I mean, I mean, Rob, before before we get too far there, Rob, there was there was a lot more missing from this film. <laughs> It's just Kevin Feige. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, like I, I thought Venom 2 was bad. I thought The Eternals was bad. This has redefined what bad films are for me. My goodness me. I would have left. I would have left after 20 minutes. But my friend David paid for his ticket. And I went bad just leaving him there. I, I kept looking at him to see, you know, like, I, I can't be the only one feeling this. And like, any time there was, like, a real kind of serious poignant moment, he was just laughing his head off. Like, it was, it's just... Oh, it's so bad. And how, and how desperately poor it oh, was. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, oh, oh God, yeah. Like, just it's... it's it, it, I cannot understand a world where somebody watches that film and comes out and says, that's not as bad as people were saying. I mean, are we surprised though? Like it never. I don't, like. First of all, I don't know how they like. It's 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 like this is they're Sony are like scraping the dregs of the pit here to try and you know what what can they just farm a bit of cash out of? Like it's incredibly pathetic. Like Morbius, who? What's the interest in that? Like where did that come? From? Like how did that even get greenlit? Well, in the first. This place? is the. I mean, like I mean, even the whole Jared Leto thing. Like I mean, he's he. It, oh, we have to talk about him and some of the like. First of all, give us your take on what he was like in the movie, and then uh, and then we have to address some of the the classic. As it, whenever he's in a film, just the stories that come out about his behavior on set, oh, just they never cease to amaze well, me like, that he goes this far. But like he just he, he just sleeps through the whole film. He, he like he obviously doesn't care. I, I like I don't blame him. But like he, he just doesn't care. There's no character. There's no development. There, it's 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 a nonsensical movie. I I, I saw the runtime and I was like, it's mercifully only a hundred minutes, but that a hundred minutes felt like seventeen the Batman's, you know, and that's saying something. Because a hundred was... minutes is a hundred. It's only a, what? It's just, it's not even an hour and a half long. Yeah. Jeez, there's episodes of TV that are longer than that. Obviously, obviously they're like, where this is this is shit. Let's cut a load of this out. Get as many viewings in as we can, so we can make our money back. That's obvious. That's screams desperation. But it's like it's just there's, there's, there's like and you feel like that maybe is there scenes missing. But at the same time, I'm like I, I couldn't stomach watching any more scenes of this movie. <laughs> I like it's 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 confounding as to how I can't even almost pinpoint how bad it was because. Like everything about it was bad. The fight scenes were abysmal. The the characters are terrible. I I thought they might get one part right. Was was like there's none of the action of any interest whatsoever. No, because he he has this like echolocation thing that he uses, but he can see. He doesn't need echolocation. He has his eyes. <laughs> like bats use echolocation because they're, they're they're blind. Like what's what's the point? Like. <laughs> It's, it's just loads of things that are nonsensical. There's just so much. Like, these police guys are after him the whole way. He like, uh, And they're kind of like, they don't believe he's a vampire. Even he goes around, like, smashing walls down and, like, you know, sucking guys' blood and everything. And, like, he's got that crazy <sighs> devil face on him. The big, the weird bat face. It's, it's just, it's awful. Yeah, he does. But he creates fake blood. So he doesn't have to eat real people. They're, everything about it's bad. It, literally everything. It, sound, it sounds like I'm being really unspecific, but it's because there's not. I, I can't pinpoint anything about it that was good. The, the, the guy from Chernobyl's in it. The main guy from Chernobyl is a great actor, and he's he's oh, terrible. Uh, Jared has what? Jared Harris. There you go. Because that's, he's that's he's in it for sign. five minutes, like, and it's uh, it's terrible. <laughs> I, I, there's, a, there's a really dram- you're so exasperated I can hear the exasperation in your there's voice there's just no there's a part in it that tries to be really dramatic and he's like there's a main character who actually dies now and he's holding them and he's like it's really dramatic and he's crying and also he goes and starts biting them like and I, I burst out laughing I burst out laughing it's it's so bad and like I, I mean I wish I, I, I really enjoyed Sonic but I wish I had seen that first before Sonic because Sonic would have been like the greatest movie I'd ever seen in my life because of it Oh, it could only because whatever you watch next after Morbius was always going to be heightened beyond belief, basically because of the tripe you just watched. Well, okay, so tell me this: we need to talk about these. So, speaking of shit and daft, we need to talk about the post-credit sequences. So, those I have watched because I had to because I, I heard they were so daft that like I couldn't actually just the the pure morbid curiosity within me was just like, oh well, you ha- you have to ahead of the podcast just scope these out at the very least if. If anybody's listening to this, don't go see the film. Watch the post-credit scenes on YouTube. I implore you. I am like I am doing you a, a public service here. Just don't go see it. 
from, from my understanding, basically, they've tried to... This movie was supposed to have come out a couple of years ago, so it got delayed. Yeah. And I guess they've they've they have had to race to try and sort of rejig how they want the Morbius verse to fit into other verses. So the, the there's like a there's like two, it's split in two for some reason, even though it's more or less the same scene. And it's there's like a purple rip in the sky, which is reminiscent of what we saw in Spider-Man No Way Home. And then there's just a jail cell. <laughs> Michael Keaton just appears in this jail cell. And he's just like, what? Wow, what's going on here? I hope I hope the bloody tea is pretty good in this place. Yippity do, I'm Michael Keaton. How does he know he's somewhere different? Why would he possibly say, "I hope the food yeah. is good here"? What do you What do you mean? Yeah, he <laughs> yeah he arrives and he already has all the information about it. he he knows instantly that he's that he's moved universes. Not that he's just been like he lives in a world of superheroes. He should know that he might be able to understand that. Oh, teleportation or something yeah. is possible. But why would he immediately assume? Ah, this is another universe multiverse theory. I got it. Bish bash bosh. Let's get out of this prison. I'm I'm not. I don't exist over here. So, so that's the first part, and then the credits come up, and then the second part. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's released from prison because they don't have any records on him. What? What? So, so a guy, a guy appears in the prison cell with a prison uniform on, and the first thing you yes. do is like, yeah, he's in. Get the, him out of there, guys. The <laughs> get him out of there. What, what? What? Sir, what? I said he's not on the records. Get him out of there. But he's in our uniform. He has a number. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is going to be a great story on the news, so let's release him. Good for the prison. But now everybody knows who he is, because it's like Adrian Toomes said this, and he's on the mainstream news. Like, like what's... It's so silly. And then we pivot to Michael Morbius in a car. Correct me if I'm wrong, he can fly when he gets his powers. Uh, I mean, ugh, I, I don't know if I call it flying, especially the the ludicrous thing he does in the film, but uh, yeah, he, he glides, I guess, <laughs> kind of. Oh, Boy. So then he he just drives into the middle of just the middle of nowhere for some reason, gets out, and then Michael Keaton shows up in essentially a different version of the vulture suit that he was because he was the vulture. Basically it's this supposed to be the same character from Spider Man yeah. Homecoming, the Michael Keaton vulture character. But he has he somehow has gotten his hands on another suit. Yeah in this universe even though that was all I thought used Stark tech I thought that was the whole point of it that's that, how he built it yeah yeah. yeah 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 so that's what he knows and also like he doesn't understand like it was built for him by yeah. like this gadget guy the tinkerer <laughs> but he so he's here first of all where where did that come from like how did he just like if it's a different universe it could be anywhere on the planet surely there's another person that exists that is him then in theory of course he just took it from so like they, it's so he shows up, inexplicably found, and also knows how to control this different tech, essentially. And he's like, hey, Michael Morbius, I'm Michael Keaton, and it's definitely me, even though my nat mask never goes up. It's definitely me. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's, oh, it's 100% Michael Keaton, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's definitely him. <laughs> yeah, don't look oh, under the mask. Don't look under the mask. It's definitely Michael Keaton. Just don't, don't, yeah. don't ask any further questions. Yeah, and speaking of don't ask any further questions, I think we should go after this Spider-Man guy. Don't ask me why I think we should do it. I just think, I just think, you know, just out of all the stuff that just happened, I think, you know, I've just appeared here. I'm in another world. I think just right off the bat, we should team up and we should just go for Spider-Man. Yeah, what do you think? I, do you like that I, plan? I assume Spider-Man did this. What, 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 do you, what do you, what do you make that assumption? What do you? Yeah. Where hmm. are you getting that fucking information? Yeah. Like, that is crazy. He's just like, uh, the balls of them just be like, they were so desperate to like, make money off the Marvel kind of city yeah. and connect it back into it that they just as lazily as possible just shoehorned in and I feel sorry for Michael Keaton because he probably doesn't follow the whole multiverse theory no. so he doesn't know what the hell he's doing he's just told this is a Marvel movie he's like oh yeah no I wasn't one of those <laughs> I guess I'm going back and doing another one make a cool ten, make a cool 10 million and then go home but Rob see, see something in the film as well happens earlier on when Morbius turns on to some guy and says I am Venom and like I know that line from the trailer, yeah. and it's, it's doesn't he go? Ah, no, it's Michael Morbius. What's no? Who wrote that? Oh no, he does. He doesn't in he doesn't in this version. He just says, "Hi, I'm Venom." He just says, "I am Venom." But like, did Venom say that to like did, did people hear Venom say that or something? Like, I thought Venom just said that in is a, he, a random oh, yeah, is, convenience is, is, store. Is that his catchphrase? Does he go around town going, "Yeah, I'm Venom. hi, I'm Venom." Oh, hi, Venom. Oh, oh, oh Venom. yeah, you're mad. Oh, it's your man. Like, what is... <laughs> do people know Venom's out there then? What is what is happening here? Like, Yeah, so basically this movie has tried to, like, 
retro, even though they made it before the multiverse stuff, they've tried to now sort of shoehorn its way back into the MCU by this rift, this rip yeah. in the sky. That's the connection here. By the loosest disassociation possible. Like. I like they didn't even try. Hey, uh, <laughs> I've just got. Hey, I got my. I got my. I, I'm not trying to be mean to Michael Keaton. He just he's just clearly phoning it in because he doesn't know what he's supposed to do. He like he, he's and so he should. He's got very little direction here. <laughs> wait, he's probably like, wait, why am I here? Don't, don't worry about it, Michael. We just need to say these lines. Well, why am I blaming Spider-Man? I, I don't like. Why would he? How does he? I don't. My, my Michael, you're asking far too many questions here. Just you read the lines. We'll put you in a nice suit. This is all over the phone, by the way. You don't even. No, have to I was about to say. Yeah, I changed it. Come to set. They had Michael Keaton for twenty minutes one day, and they went just stand stand in this jail cell. Uh, read this line in the jail cell. And uh, okay, you can, you're done now, Michael. Okay, so when is this Flash movie released? Oh no, this is this is Morbius. This is what Morbius. <laughs> How is he in two ah. superhero multiverse? That, I suppose they're all doing it. That's why we have to talk about here. Before we put this to bed, obviously it's a terrible movie. The post-credit scene makes no sense, no matter how hard they try. Also, it's weird, like, oh, these universes are connected, but you're in the wrong one, though. You're still yeah. in the Venomiverse. You're still, so, yeah. Like, what are you, you're in the wrong one. Why would he have been brought there? What, what of Doctor Strange's thing would have brought him to a different universe? Yeah. He's anyway. not connected to, like, he, it makes no sense. Not that those, those things have clear-cut rules. No, but, but there that, is, you know, That objectively that. makes no sense. <laughs> anyway, listen. Jared Leto... And his, his, his so-called method acting, which I don't... He doesn't understand. Like, it's weird. So method acting has now become this thing where basically you're supposed to... People think it's where you stay in character to, like... And you're every second of your waking life until you're done with the character. Yeah. That's what people think it is. And they think it's so hardcore that if you stay in character and be a prick for months, that means you're class. Exactly, Whereas yeah. I looked it up. And method acting is actually more about using techniques to help you get into character more effectively and help you empathize with them. It's not about staying in the character all the time. It's about getting, like, knowing how to get to the character in a more effective way. So he's just been a gobshite. Yeah, I was about to say, he's clearly just been an asshole and using that, the thinly veiled excuse of method acting as, like, a reason for him to be an absolute scumbag. And it's like the Robert Pattinson thing where he says, "It's I don't like this, me- this method acting as a excuse because you never see anybody method acting and being really nice. Like being extra nice. Nice. Where's, where are all the nice people? <laughs> where are the nice... Oh, whenever they play nice characters, where, where's all that? Did, did anyway. Robert Pattinson say that? Yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah. I like that. I like it. You, right, you found respect for the guy, right? You found respect for the guy, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Jared Leto, I understand his, he's a weakened human at the start, so he uses crutches, right? He does. Oh, Have tell you me heard he it? didn't. He, yeah, so just to uh. connect. Here we go. <laughs> to connect with the character more, he insisted on using crutches all the time. All the time. And even when they cut scenes and he needed to go to the toilet, it obviously take him fucking ages to get to the toilet, get sorted, and go <laughs> and get back. And when they asked him not to, he said, no, I'm... This is me method acting. I've got to. I got to do this. So the solution was, you're gonna flip. They got him a wheelchair for when he's not on set to bring him around the place so he could stay in character. So he doesn't even his character doesn't need a wheelchair. He in real life doesn't need a wheelchair, but they get one for him anyway to keep him happy so he can keep this illusion of I am method acting. <laughs> you are you being serious? I've been. I'm being deadly serious. The director of the film, the director of the film, said this supposedly. Who who indulges this lunacy? Like, but for him to actually on the on set go around in crutches, I'm like, what are you doing here, man? Like this, that's and would somebody not be like, that's really, that's really not in not in good taste, shall we say? Jared, not at all. You absolute idiot. He's a complete bell end. Jesus Christ. What's the iron? The ironic part is though is that. Uh. If he's trying to connect with the character, the character uses crutches. So it's crucial for him to be using crutches. Him pivoting to a wheelchair actually disconnects him even further from further the situation. From the character. Because that's not the benefit that the character has. So he's already he's completely he's completely undercut his own point by <laughs> like honestly, is there anything more like this guy continues to prove he's so like he thinks so highly of himself and he takes himself so seriously, he's actually a joke. <laughs> He's uh, dead there. Like, I honestly was thinking that they didn't go into detail beyond like he had a wheelchair, but like, is someone going in and taking down his trousers, like pretending to be that severely injured and it's helping him get dressed and it's helping him go to the toilet? Like, well, is it not? Is it not an insult to people who don't have? Of course. Like, like, like what is he doing? 
who aren't who... choosing to be in that situation. Exactly. Jesus Christ. Also, like the film's Morbius. Let's not. You're not. You yes. know what I mean? Like it's not. Also, it's, an important detail. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's like the worst film I've ever seen. I feel like it didn't need to go to that much effort. All right. Jesus but like, Christ! Well, but like. I like how he picks the things that he feels like he's just picking and yeah, choosing the parts. That is, yeah, that he's like, doing. oh well, the crutches. I'll do this because this is. Yeah, I like look at this. What are you? What are you flying around the place? Are you drinking blood all the time? Like you're either all in or you're not. <laughs> yeah, like like. I what? mean, hey, hey, he he probably did. Let's be realistic about this. Yeah, I wouldn't exactly. put it past him to be honest. I, of all people, you wouldn't put it past him. What an absolute spoon. That is amazing. I didn't know that. Wow. So that came out, and then Mads Mikkelsen then came out. Do you hear what he had to say? This is amazing. No, no. He's like, I, I need to, out of respect to him, I need to get the quote right because it just, I was just like, I already, he like, he's obviously fantastic. And then this happened. I'm like, well, fair fucking play. He goes, he goes, yeah, I think method action is bullshit. <laughs> and, he goes, <laughs> and he goes, what is, what if it's a shit film? What do you think you've achieved? Am I impressed that you didn't drop character? I think you should have dropped the film from the beginning. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, Okay, now, I like him. I like him. Uh, yeah, so uh, it, it's not he didn't say it specifically about Morbius, but I think that's what people It's are, it applies. It, it it applies. Yeah, he's know? inferring at least. So there you go. Mads Mikkelsen hates method acting. You know, I I didn't think I could hate Morbius more than I did actually watching it, and now somehow I hate it more. That's so well done, Rob. That's that is an achievement. That's you've basically climbed the Everest of uh, unachievable things right now. So well done. <laughs> okay well just to just to round it just to close it out Ross, as, as, as we're approaching the hour I've invented a new little segment here we go this is, a, go for it. This is for in light of the, the film you just described unless unless you have more to say about it I don't I want to give you time to fully you know complete your your your, your piece here I want you to get to I want you to say your piece about it uh, you... I, I don't want to think about the film any more than I already have to be honest perfect well then Without further ado, introducing our latest segment. It's going to be a world. This is going to be a global hitter. Less is Morbius. Here we bloody go. Oh, my gosh. And all we're doing, I'm going to read you some of my favorite user reviews. The positive (laughs) 10 out of 10 (laughs) reviews about Morbius. 10 out of 10? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 out of 10. These are positive. I'm only going with the positive reviews. Of course. Okay. Because that's the kind of coverage this film deserves. Deserves, yeah. So this is uh, from Baruch. Uh, he gave it 10. And this is what he said. Great movie I liked. I jumped at least two times from my seat. Not for kids. <laughs> that's the review. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I, also, I jumped from my seat probably more times than that. But not, I imagine not for the same reasons he did. So, uh... Oh, these are so good. Uh, but 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 no no no. To, to, to be fair, I do agree with him. Not for kids. I would say not for anyone. But that's fair. Say, <laughs> so, oh, these are so good. This 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 is just called my opinion review. <laughs> <laughs> okay, absolute masterpiece. Another banger from Jared Leto, as expected. Almost as good as his Joker performance. <laughs> you are you are no. That's. <laughs> That's a that's definitely a, that's a whatever you call it pastiche or whatever parody. That's a parody comment. Yeah, it is. And then he goes, "This movie is about a half vampire guy or something. I don't really know, but it's art. I haven't <laughs> seen it, by the way." What? <laughs> brilliant! And he gave it to him. <laughs> yeah. He said it's art. It's art, and I haven't seen it, by the way. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Man, these are these are I'm already laughing. These are so funny. This is from Marcus Sign. Nice movie. All the action. Crazy vampire you want. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody wanted more blood, but I think it was okay with what it was. Good movie. Uh, I mean, I feel that's some kind of like strange sociopath who's just trying to see as much blood as you can on screen, like much blood. I mean, some people want it less blood. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's okay. We're out of hat. Oh my god! It's just like, look. I think some of these are. I think some of these are done with such beautiful irony. Obviously, this is a bit more. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. This is from <laughs> R- Verse. There is a very 90s style involving Morbius. It's not something that everyone will appreciate. 
<laughs> but I personally found it quite amusing and able to remind me of a great vampire stories from the time. A movie worth checking out. <laughs> Wow. And 10 out of 10 as well, yeah? I mean... Uh, this one, that was 8 out of 10, to be fair. Oh, so. the fair, to be fair, it's critical. A critical eye was, was uh, passed over that. Man, the audio gets so good. I, I could read these for hours. <laughs> this is a 10 out of 10 from Haraki. Will Smith has resigned from the Academy. Some people say... <laughs> <laughs> some people say it's because he slapped Chris Rock. But inside sources are saying... He is scared at how much Morbius is going to sweep next year's Oscars. Oh, and doesn't, man. And doesn't oh. want to see such a dominant force take every award. So he has decided to resign now. <laughs> or the storm hits. <laughs> we, every bad film we go see from now on, we are doing this for it. That, these are excellent. Excellent. Oh, my God. Oh, I honestly can't stop laughing. These are so good. Okay, this is from uh, pa- uh, Paris uh, Sajib. <laughs> It wasn't a nice movie, but it wasn't bad too! <laughs> exclamation mark, exclamation mark. It was good. Actually, <laughs> this is so... Actually, my real score to this movie is seven, but when I see this movie get a real bad score, I try to do something that would give Morbius movie, give it really something it deserves. Ten out of ten. <laughs> I, oh, I feel like that guy, that guy's definitely having a few conflicting, conflicting thoughts going through his head there as he's, yeah. as he's writing that. Yeah, he's changing his mind... Every new sentence he's changed his mind on. The, yeah, on the yeah. Movie. Maybe, maybe, maybe just cast an eye over it once you've written it. Maybe choose a lane or whatever like that. But not fair play, man. I guess. I mean, you wanted to help a film out, even though you didn't think it was that good. I, I, I get it. <laughs> this and this, this. We'll, we'll do a couple more. I'm conscious of time, but these are just so fun. Okay, this is now. This is a legitimate review. You'll know, you'll know straight away by the username. So this is from. <laughs> Morbius fan 69 uh, well well <laughs> if I'm gonna get my my review of Morbius from anyone you want, it's Morbius, it's from Morbius man fan 69, 69 or Morbius fan 69 correct well alright okay so this is 10 out of 10 for Morbius fan 69 Morbius is the single movie of all time the story was written the CGI was computer generated the characters were sentient this is a much <laughs> watch for anybody the characters were sentient <laughs> that's excellent I mean what I like is that I don't actually know which ones are parody and which ones aren't. That's, That's see, this, what I like this about is the, them. This is the beauty <laughs> of it. I've no idea what I'm reading is bitter irony yeah. or just just people being so... Pa- they're just genuinely passionate about this kind of thing. The, the, the characters were sentient, I imagine. I, I mean, I, I mean, can't... I mean you, can't, you can't deny that now, can you? Maybe you can. Maybe. I, I mean, they were pretty one-dimensional, but I, I mean, I assume they were somewhat sentient. So here we go. Twilight is shit. And this is from Mr. Jimmy. <laughs> This is a 10 out of 10 for Mr. Jimmy. Twilight is shit. This is what Vamor movies should be. Big CGI messes with a guy who runs a cult doing stuff, and he was Joker, and sometimes he took his shirt off, but he didn't sparkle. He was half bat, so a vampire, unlike Batman, who is played by Twilight, and is all emo and shit. This emo, though, is not an emo, but hot emo. 10 out of 10. (laughs) To be honest... That reviewer, I would give his own like kind of blog page because I'd like <laughs> to hear more of his uh, more of his insights. If I'm going to be honest with you, was he, did he say he was a cult? Was a cult leader? I don't remember. Oh, was... I think once he said Twilight is shit, he just completely lost all sense of what he, the point yeah. he was trying to make. I feel it, it, it felt like he was reviewing Twilight for some of that, and then Morbius as well. So <laughs> exactly, yeah. I think that was more a hate piece on Twilight so much as it was a review of Morbius. Well, I mean. A hate piece on Twilight does lend his his opinion some credence, but obviously the the end the end there didn't just quite nail it. I guess just spun out there at the end. But <laughs> look, not everybody's going to get a first try. I got one more, one more. This <laughs> is from this is from Frankie Boy 6 eight nice. out of ten. Good action in the movie, like in the ninetieth. <laughs> Loved the actor and the medical scientific side of the plot. Eight out of ten. Yeah, oh yeah, because that was real medical science, all right. At one point, they had a they had they had a screen, and they had half of human on one side X-ray, and that half a bat on the other side. That was the X-ray. I was like, yeah, I'm really loving the science here. I'm really loving the science here. Well, so there right. you go. So that's that's, and then we'll that we'll call on into uh, less is Morbius. Thank you for oh. joining our segment. Well, I hope you all had a good time as much as I did because I, I, I'm going to spend all night now reading these because they're just too fun. We should do that from now on. Any bad film we watch, we're, we're doing that. We'll just go to the 10 out of 10 reviews and just go through them. We'll still call it Less is Morbius because it's a of great course. name. Of course. Uh, yeah. So there we go. We got through it. 
Right. Oh. Well, well, I mean, I guess now that we've we've covered Sonic, we've covered Moon Knight, we've covered Morbius, and uh, we've done some quizzes detail. and everything. So I guess, okay. look, guys, uh, I guess we're, we've come to the end of the episode. We have. Th- thanks for thanks for sticking with us. Mm. Thanks 66 for listening. episodes. Thanks for listening. You can, you can, I mean, look, again, Rob, we used to do a whole spiel, but look, you can find us, you know. Anywhere. Anywhere, anywhere. there's podcasts. We're on there inexplicably. No, no permission given, but we're there. It's amazing, the world today. It's incredible. Go on Spotify. Boom. We're there. Go on Apple Podcasts. Jeez. Whoa, whoa. We're there as well. Boot won't up, believe it. Won't boot up SoundCloud. Do you know where this who, is going? Who's creeping in the corner? Boom. We're right it's us. there. Whispering in your ear, sweet nothings coming from the Cap Understands crew. Get ready. We're there, lying in wait with Morbius jokes abound. Let's do it! <laughs> We're lying in wait to like criticise a film that you potentially wanted to give 10 out of 10 and leave a review for on some review yeah. site because of this how 90 it is. This is art. This is Arta. Sorry, I had to. Not like that Twilight once. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Morbius review. Twilight is a shit. <laughs> We're off to a great start here. But on that bombshell, mm. I guess all that is left to say is that I have been Ross. Uh, and I have been Rob. And this has been your weekly production of the Morbius crew. And it has also been, I understood that reference. Thanks so much for listening. Take care out there. You know, if you need some crutches, use them. But don't use a wheelchair if you don't need it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, words, to, words to live by. Words, words to live by. To live by. <laughs> and you know, in the words of Morbius. Suck them dry. <laughs> <laughs>